0: Good morning, good morning, good morning and welcome to Von Dot Radio. This is Straight Talk with me, your host Shereen Drea. And this morning, another beautiful day, another chance at just doing whatever we need to do. I was just thinking this morning how we take life for granted, how we take our health for granted, how we take so many things for granted and how things can suddenly change and, you know, just take you know how you went to bed and the next day um, you know something can just shift and change but this is the day of the Lord and it's always good to be back always good to have another topic another point of discussion now straight talk is a program where we speak those things that you normally don't dare to speak so I've been Just thinking, you know, um, for the last few days, and this is not the topic this morning. It's just something that I reflect. Now, for those listeners that are tuning in, um, you know, right now, just go and grab that cup of coffee. Make yourself comfortable before the beginning of the day. You know, the day can just start and we can just become so rushed. We can become so preoccupied. And sometimes we just need an extra few minutes just to breathe And to take another rest before the hectic schedules of our days begin. Now, I was just contemplating over the last few days, you know. I was looking at how before um, the pandemic, how we, you know, everybody was just starting feeding schemes, doing all we could, etc. And now, everything is back to normal. I was laughing. I saw something the other day, how... um, you know, one of these comedians said, um, and this is, guys, this is just a joke, please. He said, you know, all the people or most of the people that were um, toy-toying our food parcels and going on, suddenly they are standing now in the um, line at the bottle store. You know, um, they are standing, many of them that were toy-toying over food parcels, etc. But I realized that there was a true need, and besides those that took advantage, etc., over um the time that we were in because there were a lot of opportunists also people that could see that there was a free opportunity for free things you know and they would also then you know benefit from everything that was out there but i'm thinking how it is the same time that we are in etc but somehow you know everybody that started feeding schemes and all of those things it is over now, it was like a wave of just coming together, but what it showed to me ultimately is how our country can just get together and make something work, especially when it is, you know, a disaster, pandemic like we have seen now, but I've also seen the Ubuntu, I've seen that spirit of coming together, and I think that this was a national thing and international thing where people just Queda. When there's a crisis, they come together and they just start supporting and lending a hand. There was really just a beautiful spirit as well. But also on the opposite, there was racial wars. There was all these things. And I think that all of these things come from fear. Fear has this ability to bring forth also the ugliness, um, you know, the wickedness. And those are the things buried in hearts. And when we are faced with a crisis or faced with, um, you know, where we have to um survive literally all those instincts comes out those evil etc comes out but that does not give any person the right to degrade to speak against to um you know be racially inclined and i'm speaking now this is now um you know not only race racism against you know um only black people but i mean we we can be racist too we can become like that we can also be um you know we can also have hate speech in our mouths we can say nasty things we can also um you know vent anger um towards other races but this morning This was just something that I've been reflecting on for the last few days. Maybe because I love missions, I love all those things. But I also just want to remind you this morning of our upcoming e-course before we just go further into this program there is our upcoming e-course it starts on the 21st of july at school these bones will love and i'm the host of uh, that apostolic teaching it is with Apostle shawn Allen simpson and it's going to be powerful it's going to be life-changing it is absolutely free so if you want to just equip yourself for the next please register you can register by sending me on my personal um facebook account shireen um your email address and we'll get back to you or you can contact Apostle Holland Simpson Lashona Holland Simpson directly send a messenger with your email address and she will then reply by email what the course is all about and that also qualify you for registration so that is on the 21st of July I'm excited it's going to be phenomenal it's, it is to just teach you how to lead. It is to teach you how to be the best that you can be. But this morning, my topic is on um, Christian schools and the importance thereof. Now, Prophet Zion Matthew is not only a brother in the faith for me. He's also a close friend. He's also Um, you know somebody that I work with um, very well in the body of Christ and I believe that it's a divine um, you know um, connection that God has given us and he is a man with so much passion he's a man that also loves imparting in the next generation now he you know he got a Christian school called Queens Queensburg um, Christian Academy and they are a cutting-edge school now Christian schools everywhere you know in Durban I've never seen so much Christian schools in my life I think Cape Town is a bit slow when it comes to Christian schooling we have a few schools in Cape Town but there isn't that many but in Durban there's so many Christian schools and I and I know a woman of God she is one of the first that had Christian schools and she's doing phenomenally she's in the Phoenix area as well Phoenix area And the school is thriving. But, you know, um, Prophet Zion started uh, the school or he took over the school... And with the pandemic, you know, you have all these difficulties, but what stood out for me is the fact that we can make a difference in a child's life. We can sow into the next generation. And I believe in Christian schooling. I believe in Christian schooling. Why do I say that? Because there has been things that were taken out of our governmental schools. There has been things that were removed out of there. And I think that Christianity or the practices of it was what. One of those things where you know it was taken out and now schools are open for all religions which means that anyone's religion is welcome in that school so our children are influenced by a lot of things etc but when your child goes to a christian based school and i'm not speaking about christian schools that still employ muslim teachers we add that um, my my grandchildren were at the christian, christian school in Cape Town, and then they employed a Muslim teacher and When the parents raised the question because it 's a Christian school it's supposed to be a school where these children are taught about God, about Jesus, etc, the teacher actually made excuses and said, "No, but the teacher won't there won't be any influence well if you allow if you allow that religion in i'm sure there will be how does a Muslim person teach a child about jesus i mean come on now it doesn't even make sense you know and so uh, this is this is what some of the standards are in some christian schools but i'm speaking about christian schools that are holy spirit led revival hubs for our next generation those places where the Fire will be on the altar where children will not only be taught academics, but they will also be taught spiritual things, you know, where there's a well balance between those things, where gifts will be activated, where they will be taught how to speak in, in the spirit. Those, those kind of schools, those Holy Ghost filled schools, but education is also the focus. So, guys, I want you to speak with me. What is your take on when they remove Christianity or the practice of Christianity out of schools? We have spoken about this earlier on in one of the earlier broadcasts. I have spoken on discipline, but from a discipline side. But this morning, I want to promote Christian schools and especially the Queensburg school um, the current project that Prophet Zion Matthew is running I want to promote that school in KwaZulu Natal Durban and I want to ask you this morning to invest in a child now we have adopted a few of the children and we will be sending seed also because I believe in the future generation of Christian schools I believe in it I I fully validate it and I also believe that this is what schooling will look like in the way forward. Now I know that some of my listeners um, they homeschool their children so we want to hear from you what is it like to homeschool your children and especially now. With the closure of schools, there was a lot of parents that became teachers. Work have been emailed, work have been sent, you know, and now children have to work on their own. But parents also became teachers in this time. Were you struggling teaching your children? Do you have a new... Um, you know value for teachers do you have a new appreciation for teachers i know of a lot of parents that are truly truly struggling just spending that time with the children and educating themselves but guys i'm speaking on christian schooling this morning i'm speaking on what is your take about christian schooling and i'm speaking not just the name christians you know but where the spirit of the lord operates well where gifts are activated where there is truly you know, a a sharpening of a young axe, where there is a cutting of a you know the branch, where where they will produce those great fruits as leaders, um, you know. Those kind of Christian schools where you know it is Holy Ghost operated, spirit-filled, where it's not a religious-based school, but it is truly a Christian school where there's fire on the altar, there's worship. There's those kind of things. I want to see those kind of schools being raised up. Now, Prophet Zion Matthew Is going to build a prototype school. Now, this will be the first of its kind. It's the state of the art school. And it's going to cost about 15 million Rand to build that school. Now, why am I saying this this morning? I'm saying it because I want our listeners to know that they can have a chance to sow a seed into the future of something that god has given unto someone a vision but also into a generation now this school i've seen i've seen the plans i've seen the 3d um video of the school it's going to be a state-of-the-art school now government has been building schools for us throughout the years and we can see it was basic structures it is now that they are upgrading after so many years the schools that i know they it looked like that for many many years the buildings look like that for many years but here's a chance to have a school that has everything that a child is interested in there is you know modern facilities there's dorm rooms there's Um, your computer rooms there's there's all of those things there will be a track there will be all of those facilities now this school will not only be for the children of Durban but it will be a national and international school where people can actually send their children from all over the nations so this school is truly something that God has also laid on my heart it is something that I'm praying for and I know that it's done already But in order for us, anyone to build, um, you know, Anything finances is needed, seed is needed, but also kingdom investors are needed this morning, guys. I want to encourage you to sow into that upcoming project. It's a prototype now, a prototype means it's the first of its kind. Now, you know how awesome it is that you have an investment in the first of its kind. Now, I want to encourage you to sow into a child, sow into the future of a child but what is your take this morning on Christian schools Um, you know what is it that you want to see happening in Christian schools I'm not saying religious schools I'm saying schools that are filled with the Holy Spirit where leaders that are leading those schools are men and women of God that hear from God where you know that your child are being sharpened in the things of God remember the times that we are entering is perilous times these times are becoming harder and harder and harder Darkness is over you know wants To overshadow our cities Our generations but here We have a chance when we Have our first when there's a Prototype I promise you people will Follow suit there will be schools Like that in many many Cities and many regions It is time that we as Christians influence the Mountain of education as Well now a lot of you maybe have Heard about the mountain mountain of influence Mountain of education mountain of media. Now God has given us these mountains to influence and also to overcome. A lot of times we as Christians we don't want to touch certain things. Oh no, I can't touch TV and radio. Own, but we on our Facebooks the whole day what is that that is the mountain of media it 's social media uh, you know where you are actively involved in and so God is stretching us he's taking us from one place to the next and we need to move with the times but now one of the things that I always realize is this that whenever somebody has a dream there's also a dream killer somebody that's somebody that comes up against the vision somebody that disagree somebody that feels jealous about it it's time that we as the body of Christ truly get together and celebrate one another you know we are building kingdom we are we we are seeing to the next generation and I think that what stood out for me is in the book of Ezekiel where there was Ezekiel 11 and I spoke about it even last night and when I read the scripture it it, it, it truly just uh, flabbergasted me where there was these 25 prominent prominent men and you can go and read it and they had influence over a city and Ezekiel was caught up in the spirit and taken to the east gate where he saw these men and these men stopped the people from building now I want to declare this this morning that whatever has stopped you from progressing and from moving forward whoever it was that has stopped you from moving forward they will no longer have influence God is giving us as his people influence over many mountains so that we can dominate so that we can bring a change now we've been complaining about education for the last hundred years and saying teachers are not doing their job government are not doing their job the system is not right but now God is giving as an opportunity to change, the only way that we can bring forth a change in any area is when we start becoming active in that area, and you infiltrate it, and you start making the change. Now, for you that don't know, uh, you know this radio station. We knew nothing about radio. God gave us a man that knew enough about radio so that we could start. But, I mean, we were complaining because some of the Christian radio stations started sounding like secular stations. And, I mean, these were stations that we grew up with and we started grieving about this. And I think that, you know, every time I would put on the the station, um, you know, Uh, something grieved in my spirit and I think that a lot of times instead of complaining instead of we can do something now maybe some of you won't be able maybe to start that radio station but for those that cannot do it we can invest and I'm not saying invest in the station but what I'm trying to say is I'm making an example instead of us complaining about things let's invest and let's sow into somebody that were bold enough that were you know they were they were uh, um, i almost want to say uh, strong enough or they were add enough vision and enough zeal to start something now we cannot all be pioneers we cannot all be people that start but we can build alongside so this morning i'm challenging our listeners let's sow and let us invest in this next generation i'm speaking on christian schooling and what it means for us as children of god to have our children in these types of schools now i know schools are but costly and especially when it comes to christian schools etc because it's still privatized in so many ways or um you know it's model seed uh some of these schools But I believe that we can make a difference if you can't afford maybe um, or maybe your children like my children. They are grown already, but I can invest in the education of another child because I mean, I've raised two children for the last I don't know how many years, but I can invest in another child's education. You can maybe pay two or three months of schooling and you are telling me you will say, but what is wrong with government schools? There's nothing wrong with government schools. But if we can make a difference and we can bring godliness and godly school structures and kingdom assignments in, then that is what we surely will do. We are building and advancing the kingdom of God. God is allowing His children to take over in so many areas. We will be right back. This is Von Dot Radio and you are listening to Straight Talk. We are back and we are speaking on Christian education, Christian schooling, and we're also taking the opportunity to encourage you to invest in a child. Now, I think that so many parents were struggling with schoolwork. I heard them. They were moaning, complaining, and growing. And some schools were just non existent over the last few months. There was no homework, no teacher activity, nothing. They just disappeared off the radar. But there are also many of these smaller schools where people and um you know parents just can't afford it because of our economic crisis that our nation also finds themselves in and a lot of people have lost their jobs so this morning i want to know your sentiments on um christian education and how you support Christian education, maybe. What is your take on it? And I know that a lot of people will might say that, you know, um, we can't really afford uh, to send our children. But I think that the more we influence the mountain of education as Christians, the more there will be, you know, a force, I almost want to say, that will, um, you know, so so government will have to make room for what we are then building i think that when there is strength when there's more there's also then um attention given now if we want to change any structure anything it means that you need to influence it and you need to go into that place and become an influencer in that place now we can moan about current systems we can moan about current things that are happening but unless somebody does something nothing nothing World change, and I've learned this over the years. If you are complaining about something, maybe you must do something about it. We need to influence the mountain of education, the mountain of media. We need to go into those places, the mountain of business. Now, a lot of Christians are scared to become influencers, to become you know, motivate us to become builders. And I think that God has given us in this season an apostolic thrush where we, as children of God, can overrule, overcome overthrow now if we complain about anything it means that there's something wrong that we see is wrong and then we have to then um you know react to it you cannot just complain you have to react to it now prophet zion matthew has seen you know a a, a, he has seen a weakness in a system and he's reacting to it he's also um a key or forerunner um for the legacy program he wrote that Program and it is used in so many schools where it develops young people to become leaders to become the best that they can be and also Instill self worth principles in them a lot of our children truly lack that because um, You know, sometimes the teachers are hard on children I've I mean I come from the old system of schooling and I remember there was this only um, there was this um, principal Oh my word he used to go at the kids i promise you so that time we were poor we used to stay in a shack etc so all the children that went to that school that school is non-existent now so it was a, it was a small school and the school was called princess place so there maybe some of you that are listening you know some of the teachers that were there maybe you were also um at that school or you stayed in the surrounding areas And I remember, you know, it would be Cold and you barely have shoes that you know that are on your feet, and you have to walk to school, and you know it's cold. You're freezing, and you go to school, and then you still have to get a hiding over yesterday's dealings and doings. And I think that that time corporal punishment was still acceptable, and he used to degrade the children. I'm telling you, I can't even mention half of the things on this program. It's a Christian. Um, space radio station so if i have to tell you the things that he would say to some of the kids it was degrading it was breaking them down it was not uplifting and i think that the times has truly changed since then and now but there was one thing that was a requirement in the school and that was that we had to be taught the things of god we had to be you know taught um the psalms we had to pray we had to and i think that prayer was a foundation of the day it was a prayer in the morning Pray um, before, you know, our breaks. Pray when you come back. Pray when school is out. It was a prayer structure. There was that strength that was given, you know, to people at the school and to the children. And so a lot of the Psalms, a lot of the Bible verses, etc., would come from the teachers. And that was part of the education of the day that we had to learn, you know, um, things out of the Bible principles were added to us values were added christian values and morals and word were given to us so maybe you are not really um you know very um pleased with how schools look right right now um i've seen i promise you not not the schools it's not it's not the schools but it is the kids the the lack of Um, respect the dishonor the all of those things that are going on i was shocked to hear how children speak to teachers over video clips that we have seen over social media it was like oh my word if this was in my time that child would still be eating through a tube somewhere still be breathing from an oxygen tank because the teachers they had the right to corporal you to discipline you corporal punish you and like i said this principle that that we had that man he had no mercy he would cane you over things that were done yesterday so he's he he had this way he would walk around on the school with his cane and he would just start going at kids if you see he won't speak he will just go at them with that cane and wherever that lash fell he don't care But the cane was part of the discipline structure there. But we are speaking, listeners, on Christian schooling. What is your take on it? I believe in it. And I want to say this morning, you know, we we all differ. But we are here this morning to say that, you know, we can invest in a child. This has always been, uh, you know, one of the things that I promote is education. One of the things that I always always stand for is that a child must be educated to break whatever it is that is in that family with its poverty with its lack with it whatever it is can be broken through education now if it's christian education i feel that that is a 150 percent boost there is even a better um opportunity for that child to be rooted grounded and also to be more assertive in what they need to do and also you know the word of god just brings strength um to any kind of foundation so this morning we are speaking on christian education what is your take on it we want to hear Um, How you feel about it but we also want to encourage you to invest in a child that is part of a Christian school School has changed much and I, I know that you can share some stories about the times that you went to school And what it looks like now but we are speaking on Christian education especially I remember that Psalm 23 was the Psalm that we were drilled in the Lord is my shepherd, you could hear the children a mile away, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, Um, you know, and it was said in Afrikaans, so it was, you know, we had to, um, we had to learn a psalm verse by verse, word by word, word, psalm 127, Um, every day, you know, there would be Bible readings, but schools were not, christian schools but the foundation was christianity the foundation was jesus the foundation was us being educated in the things of god i think that those principles really were instilled and it brought some real values and morals out of us and i remember um you know how we used to go In the morning and all of us had to say the our father all i think that our parents didn't teach us the our father it was taught at school but now we have another opportunity christian schools are popping up everywhere and there are truly some good fire fire branded schools now i've seen this how you know we have seen our children um to schools and because we had no option i think that my children went to government schools and they did fairly well um you know in those schools i think that my daughter was an a student at um you know the school that she was at good 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 schools But today we are not bad-mouthing government schools. We are not speaking against Model C schools. These schools are there, but I am speaking about Christian schools. And I want to motivate our listeners that we can, you know, overcome this mountain we are complaining that you know they remove christianity they remove um you know freedom of religion out of the schools they remove um that part of god out of the schools but we can do something about it you might not be able to start your own school but you can invest in somebody that is doing it i'm speaking about Queensbury school In KwaZulu-Natal Durban and this is a Christian based school and they need help guys They need us to come alongside and to invest in what they are doing So this morning I am asking the listeners that if they want to invest in Christian education A good school, a foundation of FIRE And pray fire on the altar and I know that these children will become mighty warriors also in education and influencing the various mountains not because they come from that specific school but I know that wherever God is wherever God is and wherever his hand is in that I know that God is good and something good will come from that place. So I'm speaking on Christian education. I want to encourage those that there are opportunities to also start. Start the ECD if you, you, um, you know, you maybe want to. There are things that we can do as Christians to overcome what we see presently. We cannot just stay moaning and groaning. And if you can't do it, invest then in somebody that is doing it. Our systems are failing. Our, you know, our government are failing us in so many ways. But God is calling us as his children to start kingdom operations, kingdom works. It is time for children of God to become all God said. It is our place to dominate those things God has given and to his dominion and power to rule and to reign in the earth. So we need to overtake, we need to overthrow these things and we need to place God firmly back into the foundations of our structures. The mountain of education, the mountain of media, the mountain of business, all of those mountains can be influenced if we step up and take over. Now we need to fear nothing. When we put Christ first, God becomes the center of everything that we do. I have seen how when godliness was taken out of schools, how ill manners, how violence came in and all of those things how honor left how um you know respect has left because god brings an order god brings also honor god brings that where people respect one another and love one another so we as children of god this morning listeners i want to hear your stories what was your principle like what was it like when you were at school what was the feeling when you were at school and are you for christian schools or not, we're not saying take your children out of government schools, and now place them in Christian schools, they are good government schools, my children went to government schools, and they are okay, and you know, a lot of children are at university, they've got good educations, but let's pray that God comes back, that is my prayer in this time, that respect comes back, but there are children of God that are busy establishing Christian schools, I've seen it, I've seen schools popped up now, people are, Thinking about that, that that realm I almost want to say is open now and people are seeing that there are alternatives. I'm encouraging us as children of God, the listeners, let's sow into the future of a child. Maybe your children are all grown, they are working and maybe they had a bursary to help them go through education. Now they're educated, encourage them to invest in another child. I remember I when I raised another son and so when it came to college we were now stuck because the the tuition fees are expensive but by the grace of God he got a bursary. Today he's in financial management, he's got a good job, good paying job. But my encouragement always is invest in another child that won't get the opportunity of a bursary. Pay somebody school fees, adopt a child and pay that school fees maybe for two or three years. Leave the plight of somebody else help somebody else if you are financially able let's help somebody let's buy school shoes let's invest in school books let's do something for someone else now in our time i remember you know i, ooh, I didn't like school guys i promise you i hated school when i came to high school i was too grown i, I didn't wanted to do anything i didn't that is why I've got a I've got a standard seven and a long weekend in standard eight. I think that is equivalent to grade nine and grade ten. I almost think that. I'm not sure. The grades confuse me but i didn't like school very much but my i always encourage children if i can go back to school i will because it was one of the most stupid mistakes that i made and decisions that i made for my life but i've made sure that my children finish school because i needed to break what i put there myself because it was a decision but today i want to say to you If you never completed but you made sure that your children did and now they've got good jobs, they are working, they are educated. Speak to them, sit them down and tell them, encourage them to sow into another child whose parents cannot pay school fees, whose parents are struggling at this moment. They cannot afford to keep their children. This is the reality of many private schools. This is the reality of many students that are in Christian schools. And we can make a difference. And the difference that we can make is that we can sow a seed and invest in a child's education won't you sow a seed won't you invest in a child won't you help a child become all that God said they need to be we're going to pray, we're going to invest, and I believe that, you know, our future is secured if it is built on the rock, Jesus Christ. So maybe you had a tough time um, with your kids educating them, you had a tough time paying for their school fees, etc. I want you to reflect on those times that you went through, and then, because they are all grown up and educated, let's help somebody. That is my plea this morning with the listeners. Let's invest in somebody else's education. God bless you. This is One Dot Radio and this is Straight Talk. And the subject this morning is Christian education. What is your take on Christian education? And are you willing to sow a seed into our next generation? Blessings. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Same place, same time. God bless you.